Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fossett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma, and uh, we are going to have some fun, man. We are going to have some fun. So let's see what today I've had a very big, fantastic, like 1000 milligram dose of like my own ability to create. I am, it's just magic. It's just so, so cool. cool. And everyone, I was going to say super and cool together, (laughs) but everyone can do this. And it just is a practice. It's a practice of, of looking for the good, um, I almost feel like I need to write these things down. It's a practice of looking for the good in every situation, which I started doing a long time ago, but you can start today. And let me tell you, it can happen very quickly. Um, looking for the good. Um, well, that might be it. <laughs> looking for the good in situations. Now, on top of that, you got a couple looking for the good in every situation. You got to couple that with uh, asking for things, uh, believing in yourself recognizing when you're not believing in yourself, what is holding you back and can you let that go? Um, I love looking at the behind the scenes and let me give you an example of behind the scenes. So I want to sell my car, but I don't want to be taken advantage of. Okay. So this has been an on and off thing for many years and I'm at a point now where I'm paying to store this old 50 Chevy and I don't want to pay to store it anymore, but I love my car and I put a lot of money into it, but love, you know, cause I don't have the physical capabilities of doing the things that I paid other people to do for me anyway. So I just know it doesn't suit my lifestyle, even though I'd love to drive around all the time. I'd love for it to be my main vehicle. Um, but I just don't have the ability for that. And so, um, so, 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 <laughs> so, um, anyway, I, I knew I had to sell it. And then I came to terms with the fact that like something in me happened and I realized that I want to sell it sooner than later. There was a guy who reached out to me and he sounded genuine. Like he was really interested in my car. And then when we discussed price, he backed out all the way, like he just backed off. And I was like, oh, well, he's nowhere near my, um, my price range. So I'm not going to persist that or pursue him. And also I just felt like I wasn't in alignment yet with the sale. So part of me was okay with this. And, um, so anyway, recently I just realized that I want someone who would love the car to have it and whatever that price is, is going to be perfect. So I reached back out to that guy and then, um, we were talking and, something happened where he asked the price and I didn't want to say a price because I really wanted to just be an organic meeting of minds. Like what makes us both happy? And I knew that when I met him and I saw how much he loved my car, that that would very much affect the price for me. Like that wouldn't be like, it's more important to me to have someone love the car than pay me like every penny I put into it kind of thing. So, um, 
Then we had we had some texting, obviously texting. No one calls anymore. What is with that? So we're texting, and then he said something. He wrote me a very long text. And in his text, okay, so a couple things happened here. And I want you to understand how this works because we project. So if you are 100% unconditionally loving yourself and everything is perfect with you, which by the way, it isn't, but if it were, then you would just project out unconditional love and everything would be perfect in the world. But when we see things show up, judgments about other people show up, we know there's something there. So, so a couple things happened. Number one, he messaged me and in his message, he put a lot of information about, um, what he recognized was the value of my car and he knew it. He gave himself credibility as an expert because he's been in the field. He's sold a lot of these cards. And I was just like, well, this put me off because my projection about this person was that he's trying to justify paying me less money so that he can fix it up and turn it around and make a profit. And that was my story I wrote based on my judgment that he was trying really hard to justify getting it for a lower price when I didn't want to play the value game. I wanted, I mean, when I say value, I didn't want to play the money game. I didn't want to play the, you know, like you have to justify your price and I have to justify mine. And that's how we find a middle ground. That isn't even making me sick to my stomach right now. I'm done with that. I'm done with owning things and being attached to things. So I wrote him a very, like, a very sincere and authentic message back saying, I didn't think he was the person for the car because this isn't about value to me. It's about like finding someone who would love my car and um, as much as I love it. And, and that um, it sounds like he just wants to fix it up and flip it. And I, I really want someone who would love my car to have it. And then he came back and he was so genuine. I thought he would just not respond. But he was so genuine and he came back and he said, um, I understand, I, I probably am not the one for your car. He, he said, but you know, if you need help selling it. And again, I had this like projection of manipulation um, around the vehicle. And so I, um, but I, you know, I have a practice of, of harnessing fear. You know, like not, I mean, like reeling it back in, loving it and letting it go. So rather than being in projection mode from fear that I'd be taken advantage of, I just was like, okay, there was a genuineness to this, but it could be either way. Right. So I reached out and I said, well, how could you help me? And, uh, and then I gave him like a, a bunch of information and I could feel myself like decompressing with this guy. Like, I don't know this person at all. I've never met him. I've talked to him, I think on a phone once. And then we had these texts. So I don't know this person. He doesn't really exist to me. But what I found was his two texts triggered something in me. And then I found myself almost like decompressing with him, like telling him everything I'm working on right now with the car and that I love the car that I just really want someone who would love it to have it and value isn't going to be an issue at that point. Um, and I was just being really like, here's my cards kind of thing. You know, I put all my cards on the table and he came back and he was so genuine. And I could tell that he loves these cars, these old cars. 
and this is making me want to cry. So then I recognized, and this is where I took a step back, and I was like, what was what was going on with me? Like, what is going on with me with this car that the manifestation of this sale isn't happening, right? And I looked at myself, and I realized that, and this is probably why I'm crying, this is probably why my throat is closing up right now, that I had a lot of expectations around this vehicle that I've had for like 26 years, maybe 27 years, a long time. And I didn't meet my expectations with this car of being able to enjoy it and have it in my life and all of this stuff. And um, so I haven't met those. And I felt like it was just time to, I don't know, be okay with that and really just give the car to someone who could really enjoy having it and and be like be in a place where I recognize that perfection is this moment and this moment is me finding that right person and so yesterday after that email with the guy where I just felt like he didn't get it and he was like off the he was off of the the running you know he was the guy I thought was going to buy it because I would have made it happen and I felt like with his response that he, um, you know, all these problems with it and da, 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 I felt like he was out of the running. And at that point, I had said a prayer. I, I had a conversation with God. And I said, okay, God, so he's out and I don't know who's in. And I recognize I had fear of like sinking money into this vehicle that I can't keep and enjoy. But I just like, all of a sudden I came to ownership. I came to ownership with the fact that I had to pay for a storage unit. And I was like, you know what? So what? So what? Maybe it's my responsibility to pay for the storage unit until the right person comes along. Because this car is meant to go to this certain person who will be here at the perfect moment. And I don't know when that moment is. So I let go of that. And and then suddenly that was okay. I didn't. Ha- I wasn't carrying this judgment that was making paying for a storage unit feel heavy. So then that was okay. So do you see how sometimes the heaviness isn't the thing out there we have to fix, but the thought that we have about that thing that we have to fix. So I fixed the thought about that. I fixed the thought that I didn't know who this was going to be and I wouldn't be able to force it. I let go of that thought. I remembered I'm a co-creator, so I invited in God to help me because I wanted him to send me the perfect person to buy my car. And... um. And then, um, yeah, and then it was okay. <laughs> it was like all good. And oh, oh, oh. And then um, this past couple days, uh, my friend who's been like kind of like dragging his feet, helping me with uh, getting a part ordered and getting it fixed and planning to come out and fix it. He had uh, just a few days ago sent me a link. He's like, here's the link. I think I found the right part. And um, I ordered it and it came yesterday. Like it came in like a day. It was crazy. And um, so all of this blockage, all of this stuff that was blocking and, and it just felt dammed up and it wasn't moving with the car is now moving, including the fact that um, this guy messaged me last night and it was so incredibly beautiful. Like I guess we we both laid our cards out and and now we're like communicating as two people who love old Chevys and not two people trying to like get something from the other without being taken. And it's so crazy. And I just feel such like 
kindred spirit with this man. Oh, I don't know. And I'm excited to meet him. Uh, I told him I was, you know, going to meet him this coming week sometime. And I was really looking forward to meeting him. And so this is cool. And I don't know what's happening. God knows. I don't know what's going to happen. But I feel like everything like I've let go of some sort of control and in this process of co-creating with source energy, God, something really miraculous is going to happen. And I don't know what it is. It might just be like having this friend, you know, like, I don't know, but I just feel such perfectionate because one of the things he was like saying is just how much he loves old cars and he loves, you know, he can, he just, feel I mean he feels like I do it's like you see these old cars and certain ones and you just feel like like it's a dog you know you have to (laughs) I don't know how to say it but it's like a dog you have to like you have to take home and um I totally get it so I don't know why I'm crying so much I think it's happiness it's like it's really a lot of joy and being able to be witness to my own expansion and crying is like the best release it is so good and I can't recommend it enough and that's why I'm willing to do it with you and not stop the podcast and have to do it over and I'm really congested I ate pizza yesterday lots of dairy (laughs) so that has uh something to do with this too but I'm looking around for Kleenex I see some Kleenex so I'm just getting really super real with you at how expansion happens and how it doesn't matter who you are. You're always going to be expanding in this world, you know, like it's just keeps happening. It is so cool. And, um, and I'm happy because do you see, it's like, who knew, like, I did not even know that I had beliefs around my old car that were holding me back from my highest potential self. Every belief, every single limiting belief you have is holding you back. So you have to, at some point, like begin to look back at yourself rather than to write stories about other people. Like if you're writing a story about another person, that's a judgment. That is a projection about yourself. So we have to go in. My judgment was like, I was a failure or I was like, um, yeah, maybe it was just like I was a failure at like doing what I always have wanted. I had 26 years. That's a long time not to do with this car, what I wanted to do, you know, but maybe it still happened. We don't know, but it doesn't even matter. Like, I just know there is perfection. I know there's perfection of being present, asking for what you want, and then stepping into the, to the inspired action and being 100% accepting of the outcomes. Like, always finding the good in everything. And I'm telling you, it is magic. It is so huge and powerful. And attachment. We just had a few podcasts on attachment. And attachment holds us back. And I am so willing and ready to release everything I have because um, because of how, like, how I know it has... Nothing I own has anything to do with who I am. I know this. And I was talking to another friend last night, and it was just this idea that we just step 
always out at the level we're at. Like, so in my now new expanded level, everything in my life is going to up level to that. Everything in my life, like if I, if I lost everything, if there was like a bomb and it destroyed all my houses, all my personal things, because of the power within me that I have, I have, uh, aligned with the essence of who I am, the truth of who I am. And at the level at which I've released the, the, the smallness, all the lack, all the, the little thoughts, all that, all that attachment, everything I've released, I will be stepping into anything at the level that I was at. So if it means I live in a certain, you know, like nice house, I will still live in a certain nice house, even if I have no money. If it means that, um, I had so many people following me and I don't mean on social media, but in general, I mean, so many people affected by me, still so many people will be affected by me. You know, nothing changes, nothing changes. Um, and what does change was never real. I mean, this is the matrix. This is the illusion that we're in. And so it's, we are being reminded to embrace this on a daily basis. And so for myself, I'm so grateful when something comes up and I recognize this old debris of thought and belief and program that I've that I put in place, I put that there. And I'm so, so grateful to recognize like, oh, I had, I don't remember doing this. Oh my God, it was so long ago. Oh my gosh, I had no idea that this was still lingering, that this was still here because I never released it. I never did. So I get to have these moments with, with the, with the universe, with strangers who remind me, Hey, guess what? You still have some like residue here that could be cleared out and, and you have an opportunity to do it. And are you willing to do it? And I say, yes, every time. Yes, yes, yes. And every time I say yes, my world expands. Every time I say yes, the magic happens. I create bigger and more and abundance just flows like on the heels of this personal expansion I had last night. Oh, and then by the way, while I'm messaging this guy, my friend Nina gets through finally. I've been waiting to talk to her for a couple of weeks and she calls and I, I get her call because I'm looking at my phone. The phone's turned, the ringer's turned off, but I see she's calling. And so I, I take it and we talk for a, a long time, like two hours and, and really catch up on some stuff. But I'm sharing with her all these epiphanies. Well, that is cementing epiphanies. People I work with, I tell them, share this if you can, write it down, but really anchor into your new expanded self. And so I did this by talking to Nina. And then we were talking about Airbnb and all this stuff. And what do you know? What do you know? Two hours after we got off the phone, was it two? Yeah, two hours after we talked on the phone, someone booked my Airbnb on Smith Island. Now, this is like amazing. Well, they didn't book yet, but they reached out. They want to book it for a week. And absolutely beautiful. Like, it's amazing. We never used to rent in the winter. I mean, it didn't rent until like April or May or something. Late April, May, June. But it was just like, wow. That's what I say. Wow. I've I've released and inflows. You know, inflows the abundance. Inflows the prosperity. Inflows money. Inflows opportunity. 
And we all can do that all the time, but you have to let go of the old stagnant stuff. And if you're feeling heavy and you're feeling stuck, it's because there's something to be released. And guess what? It's not coming out. So the fastest way to get that stuff released is to start looking at your judgments, start looking at them, start looking at where they come from, and then just say enough and release them. Like I've released all attachment, all expectation on my old car. And I know perfection lies in the fact that I have let go and it will go to the next perfect person. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to look at the last 26 years of me holding that car is so I could reach the perfect person in the perfect moment. And I love that. I absolutely love that. So I've gone way over. You know, I love you. And you know what? I know you love me because <laughs> you listen. Oh my God. Have a blessed day, a huge, awesome, wonderful day. Bye now. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.